0: Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. It used to be different. Shut up! Don't you see? She's not your friend. You don't need other friends. They try to keep us apart. Try to ruin our fun. <laughs> but I, I won't, won't let that happen. It will be all over soon. Don't worry, Andy. You're gonna thank me when she's gone. When they're all gone. It's easy to understand why Lars Klevberg's 2019 Child's Play remake is such a controversial film amongst Chucky fans. For starters, members of the original film's creative team, such as creator Don Mancini and director and co-writer Tom Holland, had no involvement in the film. To make matters seemingly worse for fans of the franchise, the iconic voice and soul of Chucky, Brad Dourif, who was responsible for Chucky's rage-induced assaults on decency, would not be reprising his iconic role. There's also giving Chucky a 21st-century updating from a voodoo nightmare into a Siri-esque technological nightmare run amok. We all know that fandoms don't like change, and removing those who have made the pint-sized slasher an icon obviously doesn't sit well with Chucky diehards. But here's where we need to have a brief, very real talk about remakes and fandoms. Change is good, change is inevitable, and it's important. To avoid character and stories and series from becoming antiquated, they need a modern updating to avoid feeling like a cash-in on nostalgia. And you know what? Any and all changes that are made, no matter how drastic, in no way affect the original film that fans love so much. There's room to grow characters in new directions and for multiple interpretations. And director Lars Klevberg and writer Tyler Burton-Smith have crafted a highly entertaining 21st century tech rendition of the pint Size slasher. 2019's Child's Play, which is currently streaming on Prime Video and Hulu, once again finds Andy Barclay, played by Gabrielle Bateman, in need of a best friend. His mother Karen, played by Aubrey Plaza, surprises him with a secondhand buddy doll, which from the outset isn't exactly the technological marvel the tech monolith castle and industries promised it to be. We learn that Andy's buddy doll not only doesn't operate as it should, but its safety features have been removed by a rogue programmer, which results in Chucky displaying increasingly violent behavior. My biggest reservation about Cleverberg's remake was the lack of Brad Dorf voicing Chucky. Simply put, to attempt to replicate the ferocity that he brought to Chucky would be a fool's errand. Fortunately, the creative team realized this and instead went with Mark Hamill, yes, Luke Skywalker and voice actor legend Mark fucking Hamill, to voice Chucky. Hamill brings a far more sweet and innocent demeanor to Chucky, which is important for the beginning of the film. Though, as Chucky becomes more and more corrupted and falls deeper down the murderous rabbit hole, he becomes more sinister. Throughout all of his chides as he stalks his victims, taunting, tormenting them, his voice is still reminiscent of his silky smooth factory fresh voice, never quite matching the horrific acts he's committing. Hamill is a fantastic choice for this modern updating of Chucky, even director Tom Holland taking to Twitter to call his casting a smart move, as it never feels as if he's trying to do his best impression of Dorif which again, would be foolish. Rather, he's helping to facilitate this new technology-infused killer, and doing so in spades. From the jump, I'm a fan of the tech angle fueling Chucky. A faulty Siri-like system not only facilitates Chucky's new abilities, but fuels a far more grounded depiction of friendship. At his core, Chucky wants to be Andy's best friend, per his programming, and is driven to protecting him. It's a far less sinister origin than that of the original in which a serial killer's soul is trapped inside a doll's body. This allows Chucky and Andy's relationship to begin in a far more sweet rather than sinister place. Though what begins as heartfelt quickly devolves into Chucky misinterpreting life lessons Andy tries to teach him due to his faulty programming. This makes Child's play feel far more tragic in the classical sense as the good intentions of even this machine are manipulated to meet the will of its deranged creator. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform or leaving a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, which drives the show's success. And now, without further ado, let's get back to today's horrifying episode. This lack of control and devolving of morals ties into Chucky's new abilities as well as the film's overall satirical take on tech giant's monopoly on the market. The fictional software company Kaslan Industries, which essentially represents Apple, is behind the creation of the buddy doll. They also create a line of electronic products all connected by the Kaslan Siri-like operating system, which once Chucky is fully in control of his body, can manipulate and bend it to his will. This is where the film's smart tech approach really shines. I get that some might be skeptical that Chucky's reliance on technology to kill and maim his victims could in some way water down kills but this provides more variety in terms of types of kills than ever before. We begin with traditional Chucky kills where he uses household implements and machinery to kill his victims. There's a fantastic scene where Chucky goes after Andy's mom's dickhead boyfriend with landscaping tool that is sure to leave a gory impression. But then the film shifts into seeing how Chucky can utilize this Caslin-powered world around him. Much like Apple, Caslin's products are seemingly everywhere, making for a reliable means for which Chucky can use to dispatch those who have wronged Dandy. Whether it be a caslin powered smart car, wireless thermometer, or a drone with razor-sharp propellers, Chucky's creativity for kills has never been stronger. Child's play is also surprisingly funny, and not just in a slapstick kind of way. Early on, as Chucky is a blank, defective slate, his inability to function as a top-of-the-line buddy doll fuels gags. Whether it's him referring to Andy as Andy Sup, or repeatedly misidentifying household items such as toilet paper for textbooks, his inability to do even the most basic tasks is hilarious. This humor morphs into dark humor as Chucky begins killing, and mostly the humor plays out during death scenes. But rather than just incorporating cheesy one-liners, though there are certainly some of those, it's more tied to the savageness of kills, such as when a character is scalped, and their scalp goes flying across a garden, landing on a lawn gnome or nailing a character's face to a watermelon as a present to Andy. Does it feel a tad forced sometimes? Of course it does. But more often than not, Child's Play is a ton of silly, very bloody fun. In terms of performances, Plaza and Bateman don't do a lot for me, other than facilitating the archetypes they're meant to. The only outlier, other than Mark Hamill's fantastic voice work, is that of Brian Tree Hill as Andy's neighbor Detective Mike. He's a constant source of humor, though feels largely underutilized, typically making only brief appearances in scenes. All in all, I chalk up Child's Play as a frantic and fun Black Mirror-type updating on an 80s slasher classic. While some franchise fans may be skeptical, this is about as good as it gets when it comes to a remake, we didn't necessarily need, but got anyways, and the result is a far more creative entry than the last few main series entries even were. So be sure to check out Child's Play while it's streaming on Prime Video and Hulu. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.